0: Go ahead and take your Bibles and turn with me to Psalms 96. Psalms 96. The VBS director asked me this past week, she said, what are you preaching on? I said, I don't know yet. She said, well, you got 10 minutes. I said, you're fired. She said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Psalms 96. This whole week that we were with VBS, uh, It was called The Incredible Race, and it's basically about two things. One, it's about world missions, and two, it's about how we are all one race, the human race. Uh, No matter what skin color we are, no matter where we live, we are all one race. We all, as what Jaden has said earlier, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all need Christ. Nobody is better than the other person because of the color of our skin or our nationality. And so when we were looking this week at the incredible race, I was praying a lot this week about what to preach on. So I thought, why not look at Psalms 96? So here at Red Cross, if you are a visitor, we like to stand in the honor of the reading of, of God's Word. So if you'll stand with me as we read God's Word, we're going to read Psalms chapter 96. "'Splendor and majesty are before Him. "'Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. "'Ascribe to the Lord, all families of the peoples. "'Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. "'Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. "'Bring an offering and come into His courts. "'Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. "'Tremble before Him all the earth. "'Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. "'Yes, the world is established. "'It shall never be moved. "'He will judge the peoples with equity.'" Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we pray that you'll add a blessing upon this word. We ask all this in your son's precious name, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So if you know me, typically I I like to take a passage of Scripture and break it down verse by verse. But for the sake of time this morning, we're not going to do that. But we are going to ask a question and we're going to seek to answer it by looking at Psalms 96. The question is this. What drives missions? Now, when we look at missions, when when we missions is the proclaiming of God's message to the world. That's missions. When you leave your house in the morning to go to work, you're going on a mission trip. When you leave your house and go to school, you're going on a mission trip. When you go hang out with friends or family, you're going on a mission trip. Missions is not just outside of our nation. Missions is in our own backyard. And so this whole week we've been looking at the incredible race, this, this mission that we have that God's given us from the Great Commission out of Matthew 28, 19, to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. So what drives that? I mean, is it, is it, are we to do this because it's a command? I mean, because if that's the only reason why we're doing missions, because we're told to do missions, that's on the verge of legalism. Why are we called to do missions? What drives that? So the big idea, I know I don't don't have sermon inserts, but you can write this down if you need to. The big idea is this. Our praise should lead to proclamation. Our praise should lead to proclamation. Our worship who we think, who who we see God is, everything that we think, everything that that we give to God should drive our missions. Our praise should lead to proclamation. So let's break this down. Psalm ninety six. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. What is the psalmist telling us here to do? We are to sing a new song. What does that mean? Sing a new song. Is this the new song we're to sing? Psalms 96 is is the author saying, hey, I've written this something new for you to sing. That's not what he's saying. Sing a new song. What does that mean? Sing what God is doing in your life today. What is is God doing new in your life today? What song has he placed in your heart today? Let, Let me ask this question. Do you guys know somebody, and they're probably just obnoxious maybe, but somebody who's always singing or whistling yeah, my wife does. Me. <laughs> I whistle all the time. I learned in Haiti that you do not whistle in Haiti. Whistling in Haiti is offensive to Haitians because they think that what you're doing when you whistle is you're saying, I'm bored with you. But here in, um, in America, we whistle a lot of times when we're happy, joyful, right? We sing out of joy. So as believers, we have a new song to sing. And what is that? Whatever we have found in God that is joyful today. So my question to you this morning in regards to what drives missions, do you have a song to sing? Has God done something in your life this morning or this past week That gives you something to sing about. Because I can go ahead and tell you one thing we can sing about. This past week we had one young lady at VBS give her life to Christ. And it doesn't matter how much money we spent on VBS this week. It was completely worth it because one child came to know Jesus. And the seed was planted with all the other children that were there. That should give us a new song to sing in our hearts. Maybe maybe you waking up this morning gives you a new song to sing. Maybe you realizing that 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 God's blessed you in some way gives you a new song to sing. Because I can tell you, God is doing a million things in this moment in your life that you don't even know about. My son does. I know he's loud. I don't know why. We tried exorcisms, it doesn't work. But let me tell you to the people in here who are not parents, don't ever say, My child will never act like that, because they will. Do you have a new song to sing? Has God placed in your heart a new song? Oh, sing. Who do we sing to? The Lord. We're not just singing about God, we're singing to God. Our praises that we heap up, we're giving them to God. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. And then what do we do? Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. Church, our praise should lead to proclamation. What drives missions? Worship. So I've got three things that I want to share with you this morning about what drives missions. Okay, number one, what drives missions, what God has done. So we see that in verses one through three, sing to the Lord a a new song. What has God done in your life? I can go ahead and tell you right now, if you are a believer, him transforming you from the person you once were to the person you are today should give you a song to sing. Because I'll tell you right now, I am not the man I once was. And I thank God each and every single day that I'm not the man I once was. Sing to the Lord a new song. We, what drives missions, what God has done in our lives, because that's what drives our praises. What God has done. Why? Because we don't deserve it. We don't deserve God's blessings in our life. We we can do nothing to earn it. But God, the creator of all things, ruler of all things, blesses you. So, what drives missions? Number one, what God has done. Number two, what drives missions? Who God is. Verse three, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among the peoples. Verse four, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. We see in this passage who God is. That should drive our worship, which should drive our missions. John Piper once said, missions exist because worship doesn't. What is what is God's goal in all creation for his glory to be made known and for people to worship him? He doesn't need it. He desires it. So He is calling a people to Himself to worship Him because He deserves all of it. So what drives missions? Who God is. Why should we share Christ to other people? Because of who He is. Not just because of what He's done, but because of who He is. And if we had time to break this down, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. Now the Hebrew word for idols here, it's not the typical Hebrew word that they use for idols. This word really just means nothing. They're worthless nothings. They don't exist there's nothing to them. In church, we live in a culture today where we, wor- we worship, we worship things and people and money, lifestyles, but they are nothing compared to who God is. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Verse 6, splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Verses 7 through through 9, this is is beautiful because this kind of talks about missions as well. Why? Because we are called to invite people to worship the God we worship. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. In other words, give to him what he's do look at verse eight ascribe to the lord the glory do his name bring an offering and come into his courts he's worthy of it why do we do missions because of who god is who god is they we are called to bow down and worship him day in and day out every person, every creature. And one day, we will. One day, every knee will bow. And it'll either be out of joy or out of burden. So what drives missions? What God has done. Who God is. Verse 9, Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before Him. All the earth. Church, do you tremble before God? Because if there's no trembling before a holy God, then you don't know who God is. God's not your pal. God's not your peace, love, and hippie. God is the all-supreme, sovereign, Lord, creator of the universe. And He deserves every bit of honor, respect, and glory due His name. And we, we live in a culture now where we, we don't know who God is. Everything that we do, church, preaching, praying, evangelizing, missions, serving, everything we do as a believer is in a response to who God is. Why don't you pray enough? Because you don't know who God is. Why don't you share the gospel more? Because you don't know who God is. What drives missions? Who God is. And number three, what drives missions? What God will do. Look at verse 11. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in His faithfulness. So what drives missions? What God will do. Church, judgment is coming. And I know we live in a world that that we, we don't like to talk about that. But there's a judgment coming. And here's the thing. According to this verse... This is something we should anticipate as believers. This is what we look forward to. We look forward to the day that he comes to judge the earth. We look forward to the day that that, that he will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. We look forward to the day when he establishes everything that he has brought. So what drives missions? What God will do. Why? Because people will be judged. People will be judged. This is why we seek to let the world know who Christ is. This is why we are called to every nation, every tongue, and every people group. We are called to go. Because of what God will do. If you truly knew the reality of hell, if you truly knew the reality of God's holiness, you would storm the streets with the gospel. When I was in Haiti, it's interesting to see outside of America the desire and the tenacity that people have that believers have to share the gospel and not only to share the gospel but to know God i i can't wait to go back the church we as a church in America have a lot to learn from churches outside So what drives missions? What God has done, who God is, and what God will do. Our praise should lead to proclamation. I'm going to close with this. Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. This is the new song that we have in our hearts. Beginning in verse 6. In between the throne... each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain. And by your blood, you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language And people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Church, we have a new song to sing today, and that song is Worthy are you, for you were slain. Are you singing that today? And is that praise producing proclamation? That's my question for you. To the believers in this room, that's my question to you. Is your praise producing proclamation to the unbelievers in this room? Have you recognized the splendor and glory and majesty of who God is? in what he's done. Because it is only by the grace of God that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins, which is what puts the new song in our hearts. So to the unbelievers, do you need a new song in your heart? Let's talk about it. Come find me at the end of service. Let's talk. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for who you are, For what you've done and for what you will do. God, I pray. I pray that we are a church that praises you, and I pray that our praises lead to proclamation, God. Help our worship to drive us to missions. Help us to gain a desire to spread the gospel. Help us to share the good news. Help us to to share the same message that you have placed in our hearts. God, you transformed us. You changed us. You saved us. You redeemed us. You reconciled us. God, I pray that you would help us this morning to share that same message to the world. We ask all this in your son's precious name we pray. Amen.